Ready. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, this is it. This is the first episode of the Motion Creatives Podcast. Let's go. So welcome. And we have a special guest here, Caleb Phobes. What's going on, guys? He is going to be giving the first, uh, kind of like the first try at this, the first run. Uh, our plan is to kind of just talk about the six Ps. No pressure. No pressure. The six Ps. And so Caleb wanted to throw it out. And just start off with uh, number one, we're going to be going in order. So the idea is to do six episodes for you guys, uh, one for each P. So we'll start with number one, which is purity. Yeah. Um, first, let's let's give a little breakdown of what the P's are. Maybe yeah. you're not from our Motion Church. Motion Church creative team, Yep. and you have no idea what a P is. Um, so we have six pillars. Um, we call them the six P's of what kind of make up uh, the values and the just the core of what our team um, believes. Um, so the six P's in order uh, are number one, purity, passion, positivity, progression, priorities, and the last one is party. So we'll break down all of those kind of over the next six episodes, the first six um, episodes of the podcast. Um, but yeah, purity. Everyone's number favorite. One. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the, the easiest one to talk about. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so kind of we have a theme verse, uh, for, for this purity talk, and that is, uh, 2 Timothy 2, 20 through 22, and it says, in a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you'll be ready for the master to use you for every good work. So run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace, and enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Yeah, and that's super important because it may, it may seem like purity is like a very sensitive topic, right? Because everyone's like, "Oh, I'm on the altar. I'm serving on the worship team. I'm serving on the creative team." It's like I shouldn't be having these issues when it's so easy to get caught up on social media, seeing stuff that you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But it's really important to be able to present ourselves. You know, we are valuable in the Lord. So when the verses, expensive utensils, utensils are used for special occasions, it's like every single time we have service, every single time we're on the altar, yeah, it's a special occasion. It's not just, oh, it's just a Sunday morning, no big deal. I'll wake up late and I'll rush to church. It's kind of like, no, there's an importance to to preparing yeah. ourselves and, and coming to church, you know, with with not only with hearts ready to serve, but just kind of like maintaining that period, you know? Yeah, we want to be ready. It says ready for the master to use for any good work, every good yeah. work. Not yep. not just a good work, but exactly. every good work. Like we always want to be ready. Yep. Um, and, and purity kind of, you know, goes, it's a broad range of things, right? There's, yeah. um, but when you really break it down, it's, it's holiness. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's imitating, um, Christ. Christ. Yeah. It's imitating the Lord. Yep. Um, and one one of the things that we talked about when we first kind of broke down uh, purity was that purity fights perversion. Yes. Um, so perversion, the definition of perversion is it's the alteration of something from its original course, meaning, or state to distortion of to a state of distortion or corruption of what was first intended. Um, so the original state for us was purity. God created us to be pure. We yeah. were made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, going back to Genesis, 
127, God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he yep. created them. So the original intention... Male and female. Male and female. We are a church that believes in two genders. In the Bible. (laughs) Um, So God's original intention for us was to walk in the purity, in the the image of him, in the garden. Um, And then Adam and Eve sinned. They let that perversion kind of set in. Yep. Um, So now that we're constantly fighting this state of sin and perversion... but yeah, I mean, even David wrote in Psalms 23, 3 through 6, um, we're going to throw a lot of scripture. A lot of it. Get your Bibles in this, out. In this podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, so take notes if you can. If you're driving, uh, just ask the Lord to help. Or come back and listen to it. saying this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, come back, listen to it. But Psalms 23, 3 through 6, uh, this is a very popular verse. But who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those whose hands are and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their Savior. Such people may seek you and worship in your presence, O God of Jacob. So David understood Man. early on that in order to receive the fullness of the presence of God, we have to approach him with purity, with yeah. clean hands, and yeah. a pure heart. Yeah, and something that blows me away about David is like, you see King David, it's like, you see this big image, but he was constantly, constantly asking the Lord to asking the Lord for forgiveness, asking mm-hmm. the Lord to purify him. So in my mind, it's like if King David was asking for purity, like, man, who am I to not be asking yeah. the Lord for purity? It's, and, it's, I mean, it's right there in scripture, yeah, right? He and, recognizes it himself. Sorry. No, no. I'm just, people often speak about the thing that they struggle with the most. Yeah. Right. And we know that, that David struggled with purity. He did. Yep. Um, you know, like had an affair, yep, killed the husband, like we all know that whole deal. The whole story. Um and David understood that repentance is key. Yeah. Uh purity is key. And he he had the perversion, but he was fighting it with purity and asking, yeah. always returning back to the Lord. Um and that's the that's the grace of God, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No one's ever too far to get clean, to get pure before the Lord. Um we just have to keep approaching him with yeah. that. Yeah, and it's it's kind of one of those things where, like, when we maintain our purity, it resembles like people people can tell. It's like absolutely pe- yep. people see, especially us as leaders. You know what the heck? Especially you and I, like as as leaders here at Motion Church, and and all of us are leaders, right? Everyone who's on the altar, but people notice that it's like if we don't have purity, you know, I I'm guilty of making these funny jokes that to me are funny, but then it's like, okay, well, what is this guy truly thinking? You know? Right. And, and to me, sincerely, they're just innocent jokes, but to somebody who doesn't know me, they're like, what's, what's up with this guy? You know? So it really reflects purity reflects not only on ourselves, but the kind of people that we are before the Lord, what kind of leaders are we? If mm-hmm. we're, you know, allowing ourselves to laugh at these, you know, these inappropriate TikToks right. kind of a thing. Right. Or what kind of shows are we watching mm-hmm. where, where, you know, all of this, it's like, purity isn't just when we talk about, like, sex, porn, all this stuff. It's like, what kind of videos are we watching? Or what kind of shows are we watching? Like, how much profanity are right. in these shows the that speech. we're watching? The speech. Yeah. And, I, and Your I'm temperament. Not, yeah, yeah, like, all of it. Because it all, it all plays a part. And, and then that's just how it reflects. Like, in a certain situation, you know, how am I going to react to it? To where I'm like, okay, am I acting how the Lord would act how Jesus would act mm-hmm. or am I acting how somebody with a pure with 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 a heart that isn't pure is acting right so it, it just all reflects yeah and I, I love too that the Lord's blessing is upon those 
who walk in this purity. Yeah. Um, and David mentioned it in that verse I mentioned earlier in Psalms 23. Um, but even Jesus said it in Matthew 5, 8, yep. God blesses those whose hearts are pure for they will see God. Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes I feel like people are, I just, I'm not feeling God. I don't yeah, see what yeah. he's doing in my life. And I'm like, well, so are you pure? <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to talk about your purity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so simple. I mean, easier said than done. Right. Yeah. But it, it says in the Bible, God blesses those whose hearts are pure for they will see God. It doesn't say they might see God. It doesn't say, you know, it doesn't add any other. I mean, there's other stuff to it. Right. But in this specific verse, it, it says it right there. It doesn't get yeah. any clearer than that. Um, just a couple more scriptures. Uh, again, in Matthew 5, verses 23 and 24, um, says, So if you are presenting a sacrifice or an offering at the altar in the temple, and suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar, yeah. go and be reconciled to that person, and then come and offer your sacrifices to God. Um, so it's also important to settle what's in our hearts when we approach like a holy God, a pure God. Because yeah. in order for us to, to really have that purity, like, Maybe we don't even need to think about ourselves. Maybe we had an offense against someone else, true, and we need true. To, we need to settle that. Because um, in First Samuel five twenty two, it says, "What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to His voice? Yeah. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than the offering of fat rams." Yeah. So, um, when we're faithful to be obedient to God and His Word, that's a way for us to show we have a pure heart and clean yeah, hands. Um, for sure. Because my hands are clean because I've obeyed the word of God. Um, and the moment we forsake his word, that's when our hands get really dirty. That's when, you know, when we forsake the word of God and we allow that perversion to come in, you know, it just cripples everything. It just throws everything to waste. And yep. I mean, you could be 10, 15, 20, 50 years into ministry, but it, it all comes down to one thing. And it's like, and it's purity. It really yep. doesn't matter. And I think we can tie in purity to like, our relationship with our peers, especially because if we hold grudges, like that's not being pure, that's that's being dirty. Yep. You know, if let's let's say I was I'm a production guy, so if I'm doing, you know, say I'm on camera, camera one for those who know, and the video director is like, Camera one, you need to do this better shot. And I'm like, I'm trying my best, but I get offended because the video director yelled at me because in the moment it's kinda like you get carried away, which we shouldn't be doing, but uh, and I hold that in my heart. No, I don't ever want to do production because the video director yelled at me. So then you're holding a grudge, which mm-hmm. doesn't allow your heart to be pure. So then you're not doing things for the Lord anymore. Then it's right. like he offended me. He insulted me. He hurt me. So now I don't want to serve. Yeah. And it's like, man, it, it is unfortunate that things like this do happen. And mm-hmm. it's a mistake. That also means that the video director should be like, hey, I apologize for raising my voice at you. Which doesn't always happen. I'm not calling anyone out. I'm being serious, but yeah. it's just like we need to have that. Or, or like a, a music director tells the drummer something, and the drummer gets offended because the MD yell, the MD yelled at them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just little things like that too, where God wants us. It, it's all about unity. Yeah. So, so unity is super important to maintain uh, in, in a community, especially right. you know we serve a lot with each other and at different campuses. So it could be that somebody from Bonnie Lake campus you know, reacts a different way than someone does at Piop campus. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, same church, three different buildings, three mm-hmm. different locations doesn't mean that, nah, that guy serves at South, so I, I'm not going to be cool to him. It's like, no, which is funny. Yeah, it's like Piop campus, best campus. You know, we all make those jokes. Um, not, I, I don't know who takes it serious. I definitely don't. But it's just that unity between brothers and sisters. And- yeah. 
I think not to get too far <coughs> off the purity talk. Yeah. But I think a lot of it too, um, in in the role of in in the way of unity is knowing what your role is yeah. on the oh, team, yeah. right? So if if we're going back to the band illustration, sure. like if the MD music director is communicating something to the drummer, like the drummer should know his role. Like, okay, like I'm not the music director and I'm, yeah. s- I'm submitting exactly to, to authority, to the authority yeah. that's been given on the team. Sure. Um, and when we go back to the scripture that I referenced earlier, like submission yeah. and obedience, yep. um, is, is part better of purity. Than, exactly. And it's better than no matter how good of a drummer you think you are. And you could be like, no, the, what I played, this part sounds better. It's like, right. no, we have to, if the worship leader assigns so-and-so to be a, a music director, the worship leader is yeah. the authority in that sense. Right. Then it's not about what I think sounds better right. as a musician. And it's not, it's not degrading musicians either. It's not like you no, don't matter. It's, it's all about unity, right? Exactly, like we want exactly. the whole band to be playing the same thing, be on the yeah. same page, same page, not everyone going rogue and just doing yeah, whatever yeah. they want. Yeah. And like, those are things that also we can talk about in rehearsals. It's like, hey, yeah. I think this sounds great. If if the worship leader is like, no, that's not really what fits in with like what our church is about or how we do things, then cool. I'm not going to get upset because I gave a suggestion. Doesn't mean it has to be taken, right. and no one wanted to take it, so I can't I can't get offended about it. Yeah, but yeah. A, a good uh, bit of advice if you're serving on production and worship, but maybe maybe mainly production is sure, tough tough skin. Tough skin for sure. Gotta have tough skin, man. Oh yeah, it's the, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just tough skin. And people are gonna say things and be direct because they have to be. Like services are important and sure, sure. Trying to make them distraction free and excellent. Yeah. So yeah, if we put up the wrong graphic, we might be like, hey, hey, that's the wrong graphic. Put the new one up. Yeah. Like, don't. It's it's okay. Don't take it hard. Like, yeah, yeah. We're just trying to get the right thing on the on the screen. And and all of our goals are to make this environment easier for the people who come in. right? Right. This isn't about us. I mean, frankly, it's not even about the people who come in. It's about allowing them the space to be able to encounter God, Yeah. right? You know, it's like maybe someone's, this message is for somebody this Sunday. They're like, I'm coming in and what well, Pastor Roger is really speaking to my heart and we take off the the graphic with the verse a little too quick, you know? And it's like, let's give it some time for people to write this down because mm-hmm. maybe this is something that really resonates with them. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's not it's not about getting offended or none of that, but it's just really important to maintain that, that, that tough skin because, you know, people will snap, just because in the heat of the moment, it's like, whoa, 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 put that graphic back kind of a thing. But I always tell my team when we circle up, you know, I'm just grateful that the Lord uh, asks the best of us, like excellence and not perfection, because right. we'd screw up every time. Yep. You know, so it's just about giving giving our best and having an attitude of servitude, which is one of our our, our core values. Yep. So it's it, that's just what it's about. Come every Sunday with the mentality, like, I'm just going to give my best. And if I mess up, I mess up. And it's okay, because we're just doing it for God, so... No biggie. No biggie. Yep. Um, okay. Now that we're back on track. <laughs> we're back. Um, I Honestly, I'll break this down for a little bit and then got a little acronym for you guys that we'll go over. But yeah. um, I think, honestly, the biggest takeaway from the Old Testament, and this is something that actually from following Nathan Finocchio for a while, this is like... He's written books on this, like yeah. Instagram stuff. Um, but my biggest takeaway from the Old Testament is that the Lord is constantly telling his people to be holy yeah. as he is holy. Um, 
And when you're reading it, like, that's why the law was so extreme. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, God had preferences on how he wanted to be worshipped, how, how he wanted to be approached, um, so that people, his people could understand that he is holy and that, like, he has preferences in how we live, how we treat others, how yeah. we treat him. Um, and obviously, like, Jesus fulfilled the law, and we've received mercy and grace um, because of the cross and the yep. resurrection. Um but it still stands true because we're to be holy as Christ is holy. Exactly. Yep. Right? Christ knew no sin. Um, so, you know, woke theology will tell us that <laughs> I'm just a Jesus follower yep. and I can live and talk however I want. Um, I respect Jesus and and I want to believe in him, um, but I can still kind of do whatever I want. Yeah, no, no, no. But true followers of Jesus understand that we're submitted to his word and we're to imitate him. Um and who said to follow him and to deny yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so that, really imitating Jesus is how we stay holy. Yeah, and, and it's out of, I mean, it's out of respect, too. It's, that's like if I got hired at a, at a job that required a uniform, and every job requires you to be on time, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not feeling it this morning, and I'm just going to wear sweatpants because I'm tired, and I'm not going to wear the uniform. Right. Boom, you're out of there. You're fired. You're, you're done. In a heartbeat. Yeah. So why do we do it? Because we're held liable for the things. It's like... Yes, people say that that following Christ is the best thing because it is, but it's not. It's not easy. Yeah, and but it's hard work. It's, it's hard work, but maintaining that that purity and that mentality that we are followers of Jesus and it's in His Word how to be like Him. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, I think the problem is just people don't read the Word. But that'd be up for another another topic. Yeah, another another um, topic. But but yeah, you were talking about a, an acronym. Yes. Okay. So if you guys have ever been around me. In a teaching or acronyms are Caleb's service prayer. <laughs> I've I've kind of steered away from them recently, but in the past I would like, oh, what's a good acronym for this? <laughs> and I remembered that I had an acronym for purity, so uh, we can talk about it. So uh, for the letter P for purity, um, what is our posture? Yeah. So our posture to stay pure and holy must start in a posture of surrender. Yeah. Right, it's if it's going back to denying ourselves, right, um, dying to our flesh and our old ways, being made alive and anew in Christ. Um, yeah, I think it's it's really important for us to remember as Christians, like we have to die. Yeah, like only when we die can can we then rise. Sure. Right, and then even yep. even the, it was a verse of the day a couple of days ago. Um, I don't have the exact reference. I think it was Second Peter. Could be wrong. Um, but it says to stay humble, right? Yeah. And then at the right time, God will exalt you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our posture has to be surrender, has to be yep. dying to ourselves. Um, you know, our our posture is the baptism of water and fire, right? Right. The water signifies that the old is gone yeah. and the new has come. And then the fire represents the Spirit's power now at work within us. Um, and we receive this power when we're in the correct posture, right? Yep. Power comes from posture, and I also believe that purity comes from posture. Yeah, it's good. So that's the first first letter. Um, so now we have you, uh, unity. Where's our unity? Yep. Right. We need unity and vision and mission, uh, assignment and goals. Uh, th- this leads to unification of people being in like mindness and communication. Yeah. Uh, when we are unified to reach a goal or to live a certain way, uh, we are there for each other to raise each other up yep. and fight the good fight together because this is a fight. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and then we're accountable to each other 
for each other. We can help each other grow. Um, yeah, and that's that's why we're trying to do something like this podcast, right? Yep. To get on the same page, to be one. Um, all of our campuses as a creative team get together maybe three or four times a year. Yeah, it's very true. Um, so this is a great way for our whole team and whoever outside is listening. Uh, but just to get unified, get on the same page, uh, just to be the church, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, I think this will also lead to having purity um, just through our unity, through That's accountability. Um, okay, so now we're at R, reverence. Where's our reverence? <laughs> um, another word or phrase for reverence is fear of the Lord. Yep. Right? So if we had genuine fear of the Lord in our lives and walks with the Lord, we would refuse to allow sin to creep into our lives. Right? Like if we honestly wanted, if we had fear of the Lord, purity would be such an important thing to us because we would refuse uh, to allow sin to creep in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom tells us what's right or wrong. Uh, to walk in wisdom is to walk in purity. Um, here's a, an, an analogy. If I have respect for someone and walk into their house and sit on their couch all dirty and sweaty <laughs> after a long day, like mowing the grass, that immediately says that you don't care or yep. respect that person yeah. or what they think. 100%. Um, you're just doing whatever you want. Yeah. We can't do whatever we want. <laughs> we have to have reverence. We have to have a respect. Like yeah. <clears throat> if I'm going to a friend's house, um, I'm going to come showered and like clean. Yeah. And when I'm sitting on their stuff or when I'm like using the things in their house, like I want to be pure. I want to be clean. Um, yeah. So we have to have reverence. You keep going. Um, identity. Do you want me to pause? Keep going. Yeah. All right. Um, identity is the letter I. Okay. We're almost done here. Uh, what is your identity in? When our identity is found in the Lord, then we will walk in purity. Um, Psalms 139, 13 through 18 says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Each day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God? They cannot be numbered. Even I, I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. So I think oftentimes we make dumb decisions <laughs> sure. uh, because we lack the self-awareness of who we are called to be and what our identity is, Yeah. right? When our identity is found by what we do and where we spend our time, um, in order to have identity in Christ, we have to spend time with him. Yeah. We have to do what he did. So identity in Christ rather than ourselves leads to purity. Um, and then we become pure like Christ is pure when we know who we are, right? Yeah, for sure. When we know that our identity is found in Christ. We're made in his image. Yeah. Um, okay. The next uh, letter is T, thoughts. Where are your thoughts? So later in that same chapter in Psalm 139, uh, verses 23 and 24 say, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Uh, Romans 12, 2, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Yep. Then you will no learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. 
one more, Philippians 4, 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So we have to take every thought captive. The yeah. natural way of thinking is sinful, is perversion. Um, that's why we need supernatural thinking. That's why we need yeah. Christ. Um, you know, daily putting on the mind of Christ, daily being renewed by the power of the Spirit so we can maintain righteousness and purity. Um, yeah, when we think like Christ, it leads to purity. Yep. All right, one more. Last one. Last one. <laughs> uh, the why, which f- completes the word purity. Yep. So our why is youthfulness. Okay, so here's where I'm going with that. Where is your youthfulness? I got one more scripture for us. Uh, Ten verses. I'm going to read it real quick. Matthew 18, 1 through 10. About that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Um, you guys can keep reading that if you want. But basically, uh, we must be young in spirit yeah. in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Children are are pure in heart, right? Like children, young children don't have like this need to like be sinful or no, be bad. Like no, their intentions are pure. There's innocence. There's yeah. innocence. Yep. Um, they haven't let the world bring them into like this perversion, right? Yeah. Like you have parents that are like, if you have good parents, you have parents who are, you know, mindful of what your kid's yeah. watching, saying yep. what they're doing, trying to yep. raise them right. Um, so we have to go back to that mindset and intentionality with the Lord and just staying young in our spirit. And yeah. and it's not having uh, this kind of youthful um, way of going after God doesn't mean that we don't have wisdom yeah. and that we don't grow in our knowledge and our understanding. Um, but it's keeping that that young spirit um, to know that, you know, I'm never gonna like exceed God for sure. I'm never gonna outsmart God. Um, yep. I'm never gonna be better than God. But just staying humble and hungry for the things of God. Um, so when we're young in spirit, like children of God, we'll walk in purity. So for sure. So a little acronym. Acronym. Yeah, yeah and purity is so important. Yeah. So this is this episode, the first one, and the other five that we're gonna do is just reminders i feel like as as believers we all know this and maybe this will reach somebody who isn't a believer and so you may be listening like oh i know this it's like cool but it's just a reminder it's okay to remind and and for the for the newcomer you know for the person who's first listening to it it might be the first time they're learning about purity and they're like okay Yeah. yeah i need to take this serious kind of a thing so we'll be doing five more episodes uh we'll be rotating between our our creative team to give these little lessons so caleb was the first one uh, thank you, Caleb, for being here. This is thanks for having me. This is it. So yeah, stay on the lookout for the next episode, uh, which would be P number two. Which I forgot what it was right now. What is it? You want to remind us? Yeah, I'll give you a little, give tidbit, a little reminder. A little tidbit. All right. So the second P is passion. Passion. Right? And this is what I always say. What's up? The reason that purity is number one is because because we had this little debate. Like, oh, we want to be a passionate team. Yeah. So we're thinking about passion being number one. Yeah. Um. But here's the thing, if your passion isn't pure, right, uh, like, then it can lead yep. to a, a whole, like, people can be passionate about yeah. the wrong thing. Exactly, exactly. Right? So sure. when we're pure and then have a pure passion, yeah. that's a holy that passion, for right? For the Lord, yep. Yeah. All right, so we'll look forward for passion next episode. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. Uh, yeah, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace out.